I'm I'm doing a bit of a yin yang, I admit, in saying that I'm going to go have lunch on a patio. But uh, I don't mean to do that. What I'm what I'm hoping to do is shine a light on the fact that we're a bit overdue. I'm not trying to uh, insert myself into the process and make decisions on behalf of the health table or uh, Premier Ford or Health Minister Elliot. I'm I'm saying that I I know that uh, everybody here is a bit salty as we move towards the long weekend in July. What in eleven days from now? Um, we we want this. We want to see it happen. But it looks like a dog's breakfast from the standpoint of uh, both the city and uh, the Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario and the rules. Because there are people out there who own and operate restaurants and very particularly bars where you can go and have a glass of wine, maybe some finger food, that kind of thing, who have misinterpreted, and not their fault either, where you can build them. Can you build them in a couple of parking spaces behind the, the establishment where your where your bar exists and uh the city will look the other way where ordinarily you wouldn't be able to can you build them right over top of the sidewalk or do you have enough sidewalk to build it on can you build them out into the street and use parking spaces i don't know the answer to that the the june 4th announcement of the the launch of cafe to this was a city of toronto program that promised to turn main street into cafe society by putting patios on sidewalks and curb lanes and they raised the hopes that uh, this could be a really great summer for socializing. Well, how long does summer go? I mean, I, I hate to keep throwing it at you, but, you, you know, the old uh, saw, you've got two seasons in Toronto. There's, uh, there's uh, construction, and, uh, and there's the rest of the year. So construction's July. I don't know. I, I guess I messed that up, but you know what I'm saying. There's the, the, the 11 months that aren't July, and there's construction. Anyway, the tables have to be spaced as it is two meters apart. Nobody, obviously, is more excited than uh, stakeholders in, in that industry. And uh, they started doing the preparatory work to getting it done because they thought, well, I can look the other way a little bit. So um, licenses uh, licensees get a letter a couple of days later from Alcohol and Gaming of Ontario, AGCO so-called, and it gave bars and restaurants the freedom to temporarily increase the size of their patios or add a new patio, no permit, no fee, and it was provided the municipality didn't object. So here's a municipality saying we're going to do this stuff, and here's a, a commission, a gaming commission that looks after alcohol service in Ontario. It's saying this is great as long as the municipality agrees so people go and start the work. And now we're not so sure. And one of the people who's uh, in that category is a fellow by the name of Nick Kennedy. He owns Civil Liberties Bar. What an appropriate name for this, Nick. Thank you, yes. And thank you for having me. Good morning, Peter. How are you? I'm just great. I hope you are, too, considering what you've been through. Do you know what you can build yet? And uh, do, you, do you have any feel for whether or not you're going to be legal and when you can operate? So we're obviously not pushing to open anything up until we get the best advice from the Ministry of Health and everyone, all the actual health experts. Um, but when we do open, we're just looking for the most reasonable guidelines towards that. Um, the province and the Alcohol and Gaming Commission uh, did a really great thing by saying, don't worry about licensing. We know you're struggling. Uh, wherever is agreeable and socially distancingly safe, build a patio, uh, as long as your municipality doesn't disagree. Um, and then the, we expected that the municipalities would follow suit. Uh, outside of Toronto, that's what municipalities have done. And across the country, that's what municipalities have done. Uh, they've opened up laneways. They've opened up parking lots. Uh, they've found ways to open up streets. Uh, the city tried to do that or is beginning to do that with their curb, uh, their CAFE TO program, which looks like it will be great for some licensees. Um, but we'll obviously have challenges. We're a big, busy city. you got to get transportation involved. Uh, but there are a variety of restaurants, like I'd say thousands of us, who have unused parking lots or other spaces or adjacent 
uh, fields our landlords still own, that we could expand into the day we open. And the original AGCO guidelines said that that was viable as long as the municipality just didn't disagree. So we all thought what municipality would ever do that, and we began. And now so we you went situation. up and spent money and got staff back and all the rest of it. I, I, I hired my entire staff back because, you know, the, the engine takes a long time to rev. We started working on menus, planning out how to do proper PPE, how to keep our guests and our staff safe. Uh, it's going to be, you know, we weren't sure. There was some talk previously about opening on the 27th, and, and that letter came out on, the I think, the 19th. So it was, we had to move, you know. Um, so it's been a long haul for us. Our staff are Still, we, we've kept them on, but we don't know for how long, obviously, because uh, if we can't open, it's not viable. Uh, the curbside TO program will offer us two tables of two in the front because uh, we're on Bloor, whereas in the back, I could get uh, nine tables and 34 guests, and I could make a real go of it. But you don't know if those nine tables in the back are going to be legal. No, and I'm working really closely with uh, my local counselor, uh, Mr. Layden, who's doing a great job, uh, and my BIA, who's also advocating. But it really does come down to the municipality and the mayor's office. Um, they've decided that because the zoning doesn't allow for it, that that's the most important thing. Which hey, I Mike, think in, you got to help Nick. I th- I, no, Mike is doing a great job. He's uh, he's he's working working real hard. Uh, but it is a municipally large issue, and I think that like the, the the real problem is the mayor's office has decided that zoning is the thing that matters right now. And to me, the thing that matters is getting our staff back to work and restaurants going. I mean, I think nightclubs are what produce noise complaints, not small local restaurants. And I'm sure almost every restaurateur I've spoken to would be more than willing to take other stipulations. If you want us to close at 10, that's totally fine. We're happy to well, do whatever I'm thinking, I'm thinking this way. If you're out in the back, you probably have some adjacent neighbors who are going to be trying to sleep. Um, as long as you don't put a couple of dirty big loudspeakers out there and, and play heavy-duty rock music... And um, we, what we it's imagine, not a problem. No, we imagine it to be like much like the CERB application form, where you say, yes, I have private property. Yes, my landlord is in agreement. Yes, I have the contact information of my neighbors. I'm going to take care of myself. Yes, let me. It's two months. You know, like if this was Brazil and we had a much longer patio season, I think we could take the time to talk about this. But there's only really eight more weeks. And the next meeting to talk about this is July 13th which leaves us six weeks. And I mean, it just, it becomes less and less financially viable across the board. Like I'd be happy to make no money and get my staff back at it um, just because we're a family, but there's no way to do that even right now. Well, I hope that uh, they decide to push this a little further because I'm with you. I think the the outside date, you're going to have any days where you can open is probably September 15th in our climate. We haven't heard yet from the province. Uh, Just because you wouldn't have heard it, it just came out. The new cases reported for today are 178, so they're staying right in that zone. Great Uh, great news. It is great news because it's now the whole week, which means uh, it, it can't be very much further. You know, another day, no. two days, three days, and uh, they've got to be announcing at 1 o'clock in the afternoon that uh, Toronto's in on it as well. And I would hope that guys like you get the dispensation. If we've been able to go three months where they dropped the whole idea of you can't deliver booze and that you could deliver booze with, uh, with food, that kind of thing, um, which isn't going to go on forever, or for all I know, maybe it is. That has been a lifesaver. That has been an absolute lifesaver to my business. Uh, yeah. We were able to pivot into a bottle shop, and 50% of all the proceeds went directly to our bar team, um, which really was able to help stay everyone's anxiety about the future. And now my staff are just really excited to get back at it towards that exact point of it's coming soon. We want it. Oh. Well, I want to hear that Civil liberty, or Liberties is a place where I can go sit in the back and have a brewski in the next I couple would, of weeks. I, I would love to serve you a, a crispy one. I, I will look forward to keep a steam whistle on ice. All right, <laughs> well, thanks, indeed. Nick. Thank you very much, Peter. Have a great morning.
All right. right, you too. Nick Kennedy, owner of Civil Liberties Bar, and uh, he and a lot of other people in the Toronto area and uh, Peel Region, Mississauga, and so forth uh, are looking for that word coming from Queen's Park very soon.